So as we begin our Lenten journey together, we see in our readings the Lord's calling us all to reflect on some of the exercises that He's calling us to during the Lenten season. And we know historically and traditionally it's always been those three from the Scriptures and from our church's tradition of almsgiving, prayer, and fasting as our Lord speaks to us in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 6. And, you know, in a bit we're going to, as soon as I'm finished preaching, we'll bless the ashes and you all each come up and I will, with the deacons and, and Father Don, put on your foreheads, remember you are dust and to dust you shall return. Now we could say, well, it sounds kind of morbid, but it's true. <laughs> we got to remember the basics. You know, if we're going to live our lives with a meaning and purpose and an end in mind, we need to remember that we are dust. That God gave us... What He's saying is, don't forget where you came from. we got to remember that. We came from God. Each of us here have come from Him. So, we need to be reminded of our mortality. Now, we know that because of original sin, because of sin... In general, we all die. That wasn't so in the beginning. Before the fall, we didn't die. But because of sin, we do die. So remember, we are dust, yes? God breathed, created us out of the, the dust of the ground. He breathes His life of breath into us, the Holy Spirit. And we become living beings. Then we know that Adam and Eve, once they fell into sin, we know that two things happened. They spiritually died, meaning their relationship with God was severed. And what happens to the souls expressed in the body? Because we're a body-soul composite. A human being's a body-soul person. So if your spiritual life is dead, often what happens is this is a reflection of now their bodies die. Adam and Eve had to die. Because the one who animates us, the, 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 the one who breathes life into us is God. And if we cut the life giver off, obviously, relationally in our souls with God, we die, but also our bodies eventually die. And so we remember where dust and the dust we shall return. So we want to spend life not chasing after dust. So you might say, lends a time to reflect on Am I spending a lot of time chasing after things that can't bring me life? That can't bring the dust back to life? That can't breathe life into me? And that's where the Lord says in our Gospel that we are to work on giving alms, praying, and fasting. And the purpose of that almsgiving and prayer and fasting is so that we can Start to, if you will, remember who we are and why we're here. To remember what the purpose of our being here on earth, the purpose of our being created. And so, the first one he talks about is almsgiving. Now, he's kind of speaking about the nature of giving alms. When we do good deeds, when we do good deeds, it's not doing a good deed to prove to God that you're good. Or to prove to God that you're lovable. To prove to God that 
You know, are you, are you impressed now, God? Look what I did. I helped this person or helped that person. So doing good deeds isn't to prove to God. Okay? The purpose of almsgiving is to express the goodness of God. I don't give with the intent to get goodness. I give because of goodness. I know His goodness. He's given His goodness. He shares His goodness with each of us in the person Jesus. So when I give alms, I give because it's out of the abundance of what God has given already to me. It's a response. I want to give. I want to share. Not a sense of, i got to convince God. God created us by nature good. And He gave us our goodness so that we could share it freely with others. So lends a time to again rediscover the purpose of our being. Why did God bring us into existence? To give goodness to each other. To share the abundance. Most importantly, ourselves. The gift of ourselves. And then He speaks of prayer. And when we pray, He speaks of praying in secret. When you pray in secret, you know, it's kind of saying, I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm not trying to prove to anybody anything, nor am I trying to prove anything to God. But I just pray because I want to talk to this good God who gave me my life. I want to get to know Him. I want to build a relationship with Him so He can help me all the more give His goodness to the world to my brothers, my sisters, my co-workers, family, friends, children, husband, wife. We give out of the abundance of God's goodness that He's given to us. And then the lastly, we look at fasting. The reason we fast, it's not like, oh, I can't have my chicken wings or my potato chips now and can't wait till Lent's over already. We don't want to start that yet, right? So, we give things up of the body because, because of original sin, we suffer with this inclination to always seek the, the pleasures of the flesh to the neglect of our spiritual life. Often we flip things around. We put our bodies first, then our souls. But fasting helps us to put priority to the soul over the body so that the soul can give direction to our passions and our desires. So, prayer empowers me to get to know goodness Himself, to be filled with His life-giving breath, so that I use the time of my existence to give goodness to others. How? By allowing my soul to give direction to my passions. To not allow the bag of Doritos have power over me or the chicken wings, or the beer, or whatever it be, maybe a TV show that you like to watch, or, or maybe, you know, getting up a little bit earlier to pray, whatever it be. But this is what Lent's about. Just like we work out our bodies and exercise our bodies, Lent's a time to work your soul, to work our souls. And you're going to feel, you know, when you work out, you know how you work out and you get sore? Well, that's what happens in Lent. We get a little bit... We realize sometimes we're really out of shape. <laughs> so God's wanting to be our trainer. Our spiritual trainer. And it's up to us whether we show up 
to training or not. And as you know, nobody loves working out regularly. At least some of y'all might, but I don't. So, length of time, you know, we have wonderful uh, devotions, the Stations of the Cross, and, you know, and, and when you come up for the ashes, take a nail. Because, you know, it's just a reminder that to get in shape, to love like Jesus loves, sometimes hurts. And so we ask God for the grace during this Lent to show up and to trust Him as we work with Him as our trainer to lead us to love like He loves, which is why we celebrate the Eucharist so that we can say to each other and to our family and friends, this is my body given up for you. Only a soul that's well-trained can live the Eucharist and feed our family and friends with the love of Jesus each day as we control our thought life, as we direct our desires, as we um, speak words or not speak words or listen to somebody that's speaking, whatever it be. You know, there's a wide range. But let's, let's dive into this Lenten season with this excitement of knowing that God is for us, not against us. Lent something to look forward to because when game day comes, when game day comes, by the end of Lent, we're ready to kick the enemy's butt. Alright? God wants us to be ready to fight, to serve, to love. Just to fight.